to another episode of Biz Time with Asia. This is episode 203. And you guys, I have to tell you, I am seriously loving doing this. I'm loving being here with you and writing about these topics and talking to you guys. And the feedback that you've already given me has been so insane. And I want you to know that it seriously keeps me going. If you guys also want to leave me a review on iTunes, I would love that so, so much. It's actually a lot easier than I thought. All you have to do is search Biz Time with Asia on the little podcast app. I almost called it a podcast emoji. Um, click on the little thumbnail that is Biz Time with Asia. Click on reviews and click on write review. Reviews for podcasts are a really big deal and they mean so much to me. So thank you guys in advance for doing that. Anyway, if you guys hear a buzzing in the background, it's my heater. I finally got myself a heater. It was so hot this summer and it took me... <laughs> all of the summer long to finally get a fan and we just got a fan like two weeks ago in the office and I was like we're not gonna freeze our butt off the entire winter because we're just too lazy to go get a heater so we already got a heater and it's going right now so sorry if that's conflicting with the beautiful sound of my voice but at least I'm warm in here and not freezing anyway back to topics last week we talked about getting re-inspired in your business in case you guys are overworked or underworked and just how to light like a fire under your booty to start taking action on the things that you're inspired about. Today, I wanted to keep going kind of in that same vein, and I want to talk to you guys about what obstacles you may run into when you start thinking about doing something new or different or fun for your business. Let's say that you're inspired, and now you're like, I'm ready for action, and then there are some kind of things that can get in the way. Because really, like, getting up and making shit happen is kind of scary, and it takes a lot of work, and sometimes you get up and you're like, I'm ready, and then you're like, oh shit, I don't know what to do next, and sometimes you get up and you're like, I'm ready, and then someone tells me you, like, "Mm, you're really not that ready. And then you sit back down and sometimes you get up and you're like, I'm ready. And then you realize you have a ton of other things to do. And then you sit back down again. And I've been there, all of the there's. I've been, I've been of all of the there's. I've sat back down a million zillion times. And let me tell you something, you guys, something you're not going to want to hear. You're going to have this up, down, up, down thing every single time that you want to start something new. I don't care who you are. I do it. Beyonce does it. Oprah does it. I also love I just compared to myself to Oprah and Beyonce, but for realsies, <laughs> the only difference is that when Oprah and Beyonce do the up-down dance, they make themselves get up again. So let's really get into the reasons to make you guys sit back down and then let's get off our asses and get into the world, shall we? Okay, so the number one reason that we jump up, jump up and jump up and then we sit back down is because we have never done something like this before. This is the number one killer of dreams, thinking that it's too hard to achieve because we've simply never done it before. I I would dare to venture, though, that before Beyonce had a number one album, she had never had a number one album. Before I ran a business, I had never run a business. You haven't done the thing before until you've done the thing, and that sounds like not very insightful, insightful, Um, but really think about it. I want you guys... Seriously, right now, to make a list of all the things that you've done for the first time, like ever in the world. And I want you to think, like, what if you had sat back down before you did those things? You, like, got up and you're like, look, mom, I'm going to walk for the first time ever. And then you're like, just kidding, I'm going to sit back down. You guys would never physically be walking. Like, what if I was like, nah, taking a good photo? Never done that before. Like, how could I possibly ever do that in the future? I want you to remember that, like, even if you're not good at something now, I need you to refrain that and think to yourself, I'm just not good at it yet. 
You guys, this is so empowering. This is very inspiring to me. I heard this for the first time in this book that I just finished. It's a 99U book and it's called Maximize Your Potential. And as soon as I heard that, I'm just not good at it yet. I literally wrote it on a sticky note and I stuck it onto my computer screen and I see it all the time because I don't have full faith in myself to do the new projects that I'm doing. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm right there with you guys and I stand up and I think that I'm ready and then I sit back down and I have all of these fears about not being able to do it. And then I remember that I have full faith in myself to be able to learn things. Like once you think of your new project as an opportunity to learn new things, it's so much less scary than thinking like, oh, this is an opportunity for me to show off all the things that I know. I don't know these things yet, but my job right now is to learn these things. So like currently I feel like this about launching and releasing my new online course because I've never done that before. And I thought to myself, like, how can I ever be good at that? Like I've never done anything like that before. And then I did exactly what I'm telling you guys to do. And I sat down and listed all of the baby tiny things that I've ever done before for the very first time. I made a list of 10 things and these actually aren't even that small. Uh, photographed a wedding. I've never photographed a wedding. Before I photographed a wedding, I was scared shitless. Photographed a sorority. There's like 200 girls. It was a very big deal. I was so nervous. I'd never got a business license. I'd never made my own website. I had never started a podcast. I had never made it a video. Made it. Oh my gosh. I have spoken English before, believe it or not. I'd never figured out how to order prints and products for my clients. I'd never made an invoice. I'd never written a blog post. I'd never sent out a newsletter. These are all new things that I had done for the first time at some point that I remember before thinking, oh my God, I've never done this before. How am I ever going to do that? So like literally everything in my business I hadn't done before. And there are like very few skills in running a business or doing something huge in your business that are just like innate that you've like done, you've, you've done everything all for the first time at some point. And when I think about the fact that my photography business wasn't even a thing in existence four years ago, I realized how far I can go with this podcast, with this e-course, et cetera, in the next four years. And that makes me so excited. And on top of that, Every time you do something new, you're learning new skills in order to make the next time you do something even easier, even if it's something totally unrelated. You're building like a foundation of character that teaches yourself like, hey, I try new things and I learn new things and I'm good at doing that and it's going to make it easier every single time. So I just want to remind you guys that if you are you feel like you're not good enough at something to do it because it's your first time, you're just not good at it yet. Oh, I feel good about that. Okay, the number two dream killer. <laughs> I need to not use that phrase again because it sounds terrible. But the next thing that makes it super difficult to stand up and go out into the world and get started is not knowing what the next steps are. And this is why running a business is super hard. It's why going against the grain is so hard. Not because sometimes you fail, not because it's a lot of work, but because you get up and you're literally like, I don't know where to go from here. Like when you want to start a new project, it's hard work, not because you only have to do the work, but because you have to figure out like what the work is. So I have a few strategies for you guys to figure out what the hell to do next when you've really decided like, I'm going to go forth with this project. I'm excited about it. This is how you guys can figure out what the next steps are. A. <laughs> I feel like I'm writing an outline in class. A, ask yourself all of the questions, then answer those questions. So we're going to use the example of me in the course that I'm launching because this is where I need to um, inspire myself. This is where I need to take all the next steps for. So I literally asked myself the five W's and H or whatever the heck that it was. So what is my course? Who is going to want my course? When am I going to do my course? Where am I going to do my course? Why am I doing my course? How am I going to do my course? 
and then I just need to break down every one of those things. So when you're deciding to start any kind of new project, just ask yourself, what is your new project? Do you want to name it? Who is going to be involved? Do you need to reach out to anyone to start it with you? A lot of times you guys would be seriously surprised, like who is willing to hop on a fun project with you before you even know exactly what it is especially if it's like it's really fun to be a part of the process with someone else. Um, how am I going to do this course? Is it video? Do I need to set up a video thing? Just start asking yourself these questions and kind of like breaking them down, right? And so you have like, how many is that? Six questions that can be broken down to so many different action steps and they might seem overwhelming, but B, the secret is to start with the easy thing. Sometimes you cannot go in order. Sometimes first thing is not first. Sometimes there are steps that are way down the line that are easier to take, ne take now and make you guys feel like you're gaining momentum. So for me right now, I know that eventually I'm going to start doing webinars um, to launch my course. And so the other day I bought the webinar cam that I need to, to use for the webcam so that I'm ready when that starts happening. This summer, when I wanted to do a daily photography project, but I wasn't really sure what it was, um, I knew that it would be super easy for me to get together with my stylist, Natalie, and for us to get a schedule down so that I could know when these things were happening, because that was just like one of the easiest things for me to do before I had to plan the rest of it. And then I felt like I got something done. So just get something done first, and you'll gain so much momentum from there. Even if you don't know what's first, just do one thing so that you have a foundation to go from. So with the daily summer project, it's like, great, now I have a, now I have a schedule and I can go from there. Um, and then you can go back to your questions and see, and really break down each one of those action steps to knowing what's next. C, the next thing that you can do is just Google that shit. I bet if you Google how to start a business, <laughs> you would get like a million resources about how to do that. Or if you're doing a project that isn't as concrete, it might be difficult to Google like, how to start mentoring high school girls without them knowing they're being mentored, which is a secret dream of mine. But you can Google about like high school mentoring opportunities in the same area to get ideas. If you guys want to start selling products online, Google how to sell products online. There's so much information online. So many bloggers are putting out a ton of information. There's so many resources. There's so many books that you guys could be consuming so that you get kind of an idea about where you could go from when you're starting from scratch. If you know of someone who does what you do, I bet they have talked about somewhere about how they got started and you could always ask. Most importantly, you guys just need to start. The scariest thing about starting a new project and not knowing where to start is that you feel like you might not start ever at all and all you need to do is start. It's so much easier to keep things going than it is to get them started. So once you do anything, the next step, the next step, the next step will be so much easier. Okay. The third killer of dreams, I guess I'm not letting go. I guess I'm not letting go of that. The third dream killer is not creating time for it. You can't just tell yourself like, oh, you're going to start a business. You're going to start a magazine. You're going to create a jewelry line. You're going to create an e-course. If you haven't put that time in your calendar, I have told myself for a year now that I'm going to create this e-course and not until I spaced out a whole day in my calendar each week for course creation did I actually start making that happen. And this is a tool and a trick that you guys are going to hear over and over again, but sometimes we just need to hear things a million times. But nothing happens until you make space and time for it and that you put it in your calendar. So I want you guys to put that in your calendar now. I really do. And there should be nothing on your calendar for 24 hours, 7 days a week for the next eternity. So find a space in your calendar and call it time for that thing to happen. Like, 
How exciting does that sound? If I saw that in my calendar, I'd be like, hell yes, it's finally time for that thing to happen. So I want you guys to put some hours in your calendar, make it a weekly thing, and really, really stick to it. Even if you don't know what you're doing, that's when you can start to take all the steps that I talked about before to find out what next steps you need to be taking. Okay, number four is not knowing if your project is worth it. And this is a really deep-seated seat taker, something that really makes you sit down a lot. You ask yourself, like, what if this isn't even worth it? Like, what if I work a ton on this project and none of it matters and it doesn't work and nobody cares and I don't even get new clients from it and it's not as good as I thought it would be? Like, what if I start a blog and it sucks and what if I release an e-course and nobody buys it and what if I start selling jewelry and it's ugly jewelry and nobody's going to buy it? I have three things to tell you. Um, before I tell you those things, I want to tell you that I've had all of those thoughts before. All of them are invalid. <laughs> I never started a jewelry line. That's not the point. Okay. Number one, you will not know until you try it. That's just simple. And that's kind of the end of the story, except for I have two more points, but you won't know until you try. Right. Number two, you have no idea how much seed planting that you have to do in a business. You can't expect like a garden of flowers to just bloom without having planted any of the seeds. So this project that you're planning, this thing that you're doing, that's starting to plant the seeds. You may not see the fruits of your labor for a little bit, but if you guys keep watering these flowers, you will see flowers or fruits or like whatever, whatever it is that you're growing. I promise you that you keep at it and it will be worth it. There are so many things, for example, fall photo off. So um, a huge part of my photography business is working with college students and working with them through their sororities. And the reason that they know who I am is because I have a competition in the fall called fall photo off where I photograph all the sororities and I put them up on social media and they have a liking competition um, and they win prizes all year long. The first year that I did it, I got like nine clients. And then the second year I had like 20 clients and then the third year it just got bigger and bigger and bigger if I would have stopped after the first one because I was like "Mm, I only got nine clients then I wouldn't have kept going with it and I wouldn't have been able to like enjoy like the garden of flowers or whatever that I have grown with that project because I had to keep going with it because I was just planting seeds it takes a lot of time sometimes to reap the benefits of benefits of what you guys have planted, but I promise that if you keep going with something like that and you keep at it, that eventually it will grow. And number three, even if you don't think that it had the results that you imagined, like the numbers that you wanted, the dollars you were hoping for, this project that got you off your ass to do was so worth it. The things that you learned, the fact that you told yourself you can do something. Like I said before, you're teaching yourself that you are worthy and capable and that yes, you can and you for sure, for sure, learn some new skills and techniques that you would, you can totally take to the next project. And that is so exciting. Like every project you do makes the next one better and better. So be grateful for any time that you get off your ass and succeed or fail or just do anything because you're seriously setting up yourself for an even better tomorrow. Woo, go America. Um, I think about that a lot with Fall Photo Off. Just keep going with that example because I've learned so many things about how to photograph super large groups, for example. Um, public speaking is another example. Um, how to just manage that group of people. It's more about managing them than about photographing them. But there are some things that I learned during that event that I can um, apply to almost every other area of my business. So even if that event failed, which it didn't, by the way, I would have still taken so much away from it 
So even if the project doesn't give yourself the results that you think that it's supposed to be giving you, just know that you guys are learning so much from every experience and you're teaching yourself that you are reliable and that you are awesome and that you can get off your ass and do things. Okay, great. <laughs> now to our last dream killer, comfort. Being comfortable, number five. Oh my goodness, I know that the couch is so comfy and you're so cozy. And why do you want to stand up and do something when you're just so comfortable sitting on the couch? Comfort zones suck so bad. They're so boring. <laughs> I googled some quotes because um, I feel like that really helps me. And I found about a million, of course. Like, a ship is always safe at the shore, but that's not what it's built for. You are not built for the shore, my love. You are not. One of my favorite quotes is, be generous with who you are. And you guys are being stingy with who you are by keeping it to yourself on your comfortable couch and not doing this thing that you want to do. I know that this new thing sounds scary and uncomfortable, but you're seriously going to be so proud of yourself and you're going to feel so free and so awesome. And I know this is one of the things stopping you from taking action, but no one gets anywhere by not moving, right? And you guys are trying to get moving. And you might ask yourself, like, why, why even do that thing when I'm so comfortable here? And that's a great question for you to answer. Like, you tell me why. Like, if you're wanting to do a new project, it's because you're itching for something new and something different and something better. And guess what that means? That means that you're not all that comfortable anyway. I want you to think about that. You're not really comfortable with settling. You're not comfortable with not being the best version of yourself, with just sitting on the couch and resting on your laurels. And this is one of the things I like about you. I already know that. Your comfort zone is a myth. Nobody is comfortable with the fact that they're sitting in their comfort zone and not making shit happen. Let's take a breath here because that makes me feel really good about myself. So if you guys think that you're comfortable in your comfort zone, but you want to get up and do something, you're not really comfortable there anyway, so you might as well get up and make amazing things happen. Okay, let's recap a little bit. Man, I feel really good about this. Now I want to go make amazing things happen. I'm going to put it in my calendar right now. After listening to this episode, I hope you guys realize that never having done something before is more of an exciting opportunity than it is a scary challenge. That there are about a hundred ways to find out what the first, second, third, fourth, umpteenth step are in your project. That you need to make time for this thing, that this thing is always worth it, and that you aren't all that comfortable in your comfort zone anyway. So take action, you guys. Go forth into the world and do beautiful things with your gifts, with who you are, with the things that you guys can do for people. I really, really love being a part of this with you. So thank you guys so much for taking some time to listen today. And please email me if you're using some of these tips to take action because I love hearing what people are doing with their businesses. Seriously, seriously email me about it. Um, you can see all the show notes from today at biztimewithasia.com. And I would love it if you guys signed up to receive all the goods, which is our weekly newsletter giving you all the goods, weekly inspiration and tips about all the fun things that we talk about on this show today. And thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you guys are getting off your butts and making stuff happen in the world. I'm so excited to be a part of this world that you guys are living in. Seriously. I hope you're having a fabulous freaking week. And we'll see you